0: today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by casper mattresses casper uses a lot of science to make a really comfy mattress i don't know though it looks like a futon cushion to me but what do i know about mattresses i sleep on an air mattress and have serious back problems thanks Ooh, voice crack i'm gonna keep that Today on the podcast, Phil Herbruck returns. No, he hasn't been on the podcast, this is the first one. I do wanna mention real quick, drugs, alcohol, temporarily will relieve you of your problems. Yeah, definitely, that'll work. But uh, not for the long term. Don't do it, don't do drugs, solve your problems, deal with them. There's no cure for anxiety, there's no cure for depression. You gotta come through. You gotta break the cycle. My dad listened to the podcast. He got concerned for his baby boy. Love you, Dad. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Our guest today is Phil Herbrack. Like I said, Phil gave me the idea for the podcast. Cause uh he hung out with me one time, he told me the story, and I decided more people need to hear the story of Phil Herbra. <laughs> Okay, this is not the person. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Actually,
1: that's perfect because there's a like, I think I told you this story too. We had like a pre breakup.
0: Ah, okay. When like I
1: went with her sister and my sister to Chicago and it was like a horrible trip. Ooh, okay. So yeah, I'll tell, I'll I'll start with like where we met and everything, that story, and then the story. All right. Does that work? Yeah, go for it. Cool.
0: So you're like, okay,
1: so where did you meet this girl? Okay, so I met my um this is the girl that i dated starting my senior year of college yeah Uh, we'll call her sarah and uh, i was a senior she was a sister she was a freshman and she and her twin sister um were both new to the theater department and like we were a small theater department so we were always really excited when we got new people in who our professors said were talented actors and the two of them had both been in um, a film that was like relatively wide release, like we were all familiar with it. We were like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. Like these, these people coming who are good at what they do. Right. Um,
0: so, so they, they were, were freshmen. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so like we were just interested in them as people from the get-go for that reason. Okay. And both of them were also very different than a lot of the girls at this school that I went to. What school, um, it was, how so? Sure, I went to Indiana Wesleyan, uh, which was similar to the college you went to for years, a yeah. small Christian school. And I, as as a senior, I had like reached the point where I was completely fed up with this evangelical school culture. Okay, Um, what
0: exactly? What drives you nuts about it? Oh man, (laughs)
1: how are these people different? Yeah, I know. So I don't know. There's this weird thing that happens socially in evangelical cultures when you first meet somebody. You sort of have to pretend like you're both really religious until you get a sense for what they're cool with and what they're not cool with.
0: Oh, like you have to be very guarded with the type of... Just even, like, the like what jokes you, you talk you about. Exactly. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Okay, so you,
1: they were kind of... All right. And, like, I'm 21 at the time, and yeah. I lived off campus, so, like, I drank occasionally, and just, like, those sort of things Badass, you have to dude, figure yeah. out. Exactly, yeah, yeah, man. Totally, that's uh-huh. me. Um, and so you just have to figure out, like, what are people cool with, and so there's right. always a weird... Um, like, tension when you first meet people in these cultures as you're evaluating each other. But with Sarah and her sister, there wasn't that. They were very comfortable with themselves. They were a little... Edgy sounds like a really dumb way of putting it. But, like, they were were rough around the edges in a way that a lot of girls weren't at this school. And that was really appealing. Like, what does that mean, though? They just, like, from the get-go, they were like... Hey, what's up, assholes? You know oh, what I mean?
0: Okay, yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, and so you're like, oh, they they didn't go through that weird pretext uh, of pretending to be yeah righteous until they figure out who's cool with them being unrighteous. Uh, you thought that
0: was hot? Yeah, it was uh, interesting, right? Yeah, and and the, the unrighteousness,
1: <laughs> totally. And yeah. like I said, I was sort of at a place where I was frustrated with. Um, I mean, I still am, but this is when I was really getting frustrated with evangelical culture yeah. in general. So at the, it was just like, I was primed to be attracted to, to someone who didn't fit that mold. Girl, yeah, a
0: little bit. Yeah. Had to get it out of my system, I guess. Yeah. Um. So you were into, they were automatically like attract, wait, were they, that's funny, but you cling to one, not the other. Well, they're identical. Yes, there's they? a, yeah,
1: they're, they're identical twins, yeah. but for whatever reason, I never had trouble telling them apart. All right. Um, their personalities are different and they I could always tell them apart physically yeah. um, but I got cast in a show with Sarah's twin sister uh-huh. um, the importance of being earnest and so I was playing opposite her she was my love interest in the show and so I have a really kind of strict rule with myself if I'm doing a play where I'm romantically involved with somebody right. Like, I can't get involved with them in real life it's there's no way that that ends well. Why? Like when you because you in in my opinion at least you start to like blur the lines between like what your character's doing, what you're doing. Have you and, done that before? No. I no. I like I once I started realizing, oh this is something that's going to come up if I continue to be an actor. Yeah. I made a pretty like firm rule with myself, you know, if I decide that I want to date them after the show's over, that's fine, but nothing's going to happen okay while we're while we're in the production there are so many ways that it can go bad and affect everyone involved in the cast and crew uh, you know like let's say we're we it for
0: the benefit okay yeah like yeah. if we start
1: dating in the middle of a show and then yeah. um we break up it's now awkward for everyone on set but we still
0: have to pretend to be in yeah, love you'd on have stage have to keep it low key yeah you'd have to just like be mature about it keep it low key people can't know and be a professional, dude. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, don't trust, trust myself oh, and other okay. people
1: enough. So I just, I had that rule going into this. So, All right. um, but they're both like pretty cool. though. Yeah, no, they're both really like right, cool, yeah. interesting people. Um, and so we were in this process, and Sarah is um, understudying for her sister. So she, even though she wasn't in it, she was around a lot yeah, during yeah, this yeah. production. Okay. Um, and then after. The show wrapped um i was going to compete in this acting competition and i needed to pick a scene partner okay and were you already into her i was interested in sarah at this point
0: yeah oh wait sarah not yes. the girl you dated no no sarah is the girl that i dated oh yeah. my gosh i just forgot you're using a pseudonym Yep. <laughs> got okay got it anyway
1: um yeah so i'm already interested in sarah when this comes up like hey i need to find a scene partner and um, the girl that I was in the her sister, who I was in the show with, was also competing. So she was doing her own thing, and I couldn't act with with her. All right, that was off the table. But I was like, "Hey, like, I'll ask her to be my scene partner." Was that your move? Because I a little bit, but also she was a good actor. Like okay. I felt solid about my choice in picking her for this competition. Right. Um. But yeah, we were meeting to rehearse lines, and so I asked her out, yeah. and. This was in, like, December of my senior year, so December 2011. And, yeah, we started dating and dated all through the next semester. Um, And what goes wrong? Well, I started, I have not dated much at all. This was, like, my second relationship. Okay. And I, I didn't want to be the type of boyfriend who, like, is super picky and like judgmental about everything that their significant other does. Okay. And so there would be things that would come up that were red flags is maybe too strong of a word, but you know, things that you said that it. Would bother people me. always
0: say the word and then they're like, maybe it's a different word, but it's the <laughs> word you said. <laughs> sure. What were the red flags? There were red flags. Yeah. Um,
1: there were things that she would be dishonest about, not necessarily to me, but I would see her lie to other people and it was oftentimes people that she was really close with yeah and so to me that says well if she's being dishonest with them about and sometimes they were about things that didn't even matter like you could have just as easily told the truth no skin off your back but it was like
0: the slightest bit easier to lie and so she did dude that's a it's a funny thing like pathological lying is you become so accustomed to lying you think everything you you naturally think the truth is something you should feel guilty about yeah so you come up with a lie and then you realize the truth was like fine yeah yeah and so this so is something this isn't a good sign for, no and yeah. this is red actually flag, something that my sister yeah, yeah it was a yeah. you know what it was a red flag right yeah <laughs>
1: She was a pathological liar. <laughs> and a pathological liar makes it sound like she was super malicious or whatever. She wasn't. It was just that, like, honesty is, like, ingrained in me as being
0: super important. Right, because you're, like, a good person. Sure. That wanted a badass. Yeah. <laughs> you asked for it, dude. Yeah, ex- I kind of did yeah. ask for it, yeah. yeah. And, I,
1: and I totally knew what I was getting into. My sister sure. warned me about this specific thing, like, a week after we were dating. Okay. And she was like, hey, look, you're dating this girl and that's cool but you need to know i saw you know her lie to this person or actually it was she had lied about something to me and it was something super minor so i just like blew it off as well whatever it wasn't a big deal right but in hindsight (laughs) my sister was right right uh and so she did not care for
0: sarah
1: um i had i had told her like hey it's like she smoked at the time Uh and like i didn't Tell her, hey, you need to stop smoking. But I had made comments like, you know, that's really bad for you, right? Yeah. And, I, I, but again, I wasn't trying to tell her like, you need to stop if you want to date me. I just like let her know that. I think it's just kind of a bad habit. Yeah. Um, I didn't care that much. But there was um, a time when we were hanging out and her sister was going out to smoke. And so Sarah was like, oh no, like I don't smoke anymore. Yeah. And then I left the room, my sister was still there. And I guess after I left, Sarah was like, I'll smoke one later.
0: Okay. And so- Why would she, that's so funny that she would like, be, tell the truth when your sister's still in the room. Like yeah, you're not gonna dumb, be like- right? yeah. That's the thing, she wasn't always the greatest at lying. Ah, sometimes liars wanna get caught. Could be. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so
1: this was, so from the get go, my sister isn't a huge fan of uh, yeah. Sarah.
0: And sister's also a rat.
1: Wait, what? (laughs) Like a narc. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
1: But she was looking out for
0: him. Right. Yeah, for sure. Loyalty lies with blood, man. Yeah. Not some girl. Yeah.
1: But also, like in their personalities, my sister and Sarah were pretty similar. Oh yeah. Um, They're both like not afraid to speak their minds. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't say that they're alpha females, but. They're not afraid being like the lively, energetic one in a yeah. conversation if they feel comfortable with the people they're with. Yeah, um, and so they would butt heads occasionally. So anyway, fast forward through the year, I've, I'm having these flags come up, and I keep telling myself like, no, I'm just being judgmental. I need to just accept her for who she is. Right.
0: You're trying, even to, though, it, even though,
1: like, honestly, in hindsight, no, I have every right to say I want to be with someone who has this particular quality, honesty, in this case. I'm, I'm allowed to. Say this. I want this in someone that I'm dating, and if they don't have it, it's okay for me to break up with them.
0: Yeah, no, that's it's funny. We, I don't know, man. We do that all the time where we we say, "Oh, I don't deserve this. Who am I? Who do I think I am to have a girlfriend that tells me the truth? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. how yeah, how presumptuous for me to think I deserve honesty? And again, I don't think that she was. As far as I knew, I don't
1: think that she was like lying to me throughout our relationship. That's not what I'm saying. I just saw her being dishonest with other people and I was like in the future, yeah. once this newness wears off, she will be comfortable doing the same
0: thing with me. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, that's not going away. Right. Yeah, and it's it's totally fine for you to, you know, I don't know. I think it's important aside to say it's okay to not like certain things about a person and break yeah. up for with for that reason. Right.
1: Yeah. You're not a judgmental asshole. You just, yeah. you have certain like standards that you want to yeah. Yeah, make important in a relationship. So I graduate college and uh, she and her sister live in Pittsburgh. And so we sort of had a little bit of a discussion, like, oh, are we gonna try and do this long distance? And in hindsight, it was a good opportunity. And like, if we had broken up at that point, we would probably still be friends. It would have been a clean break, but in my mind, I was like, "Well, nothing's really going wrong in the relationship, so why would I break up? It's fine. Like, I like spending time with her."
0: Yeah, um, that's funny. That's funny. We we're kind of like, I've I've had that where there have been moments where I'm like, "Oh, that's where it was supposed to end." Yeah. It's funny, <laughs> yeah, Dan exactly. and I, We were just talking about this in Breaking Bad, where he has all the money his family's set and he thinks he's gonna die of cancer and then he doesn't and he keeps living yeah it's one of those moments where it's like oh that's where it was supposed to end everything was fine it ending there like you and mm-hmm. her had you ended it there be like oh it would have been like very civil and we would have been friends and things would have been fine it would have hurt a little bit right and then we would have gotten over it and yeah
1: still been able to you know she would still speak to me um but nothing's wrong. So why? Yeah, exactly. That yeah, was sort yeah. of my logic. And I, again, I, this is the second relationship I'd ever been in. I didn't know any better. Yeah. So, yeah, we're doing the long distance thing. Um, it was about a seven hour drive from uh, where I lived in Indiana and where she lived in Pittsburgh. Um, but, you know, I took trips out to see her. We met halfway in, um, I see it was either Cincinnati or Cleveland a couple of times yeah. and hung out there because I have family in the area. And so, like, she met family and everything, and actually, while things were long distance, it went pretty well. Okay. Um, you know, again, since this was a young relationship, it was really easy when we we're together for me to be all about like, like the physical side of our relationship, right? right. And, and like same for her. Um, and so it was good for us to be able to have this like physical separation and be able to just work on like our common interests and that yeah. sort of thing. So it's going really well. And then she comes back to school for college. And uh she's closer now, right? She's only an hour and a half away. Right. Which is great. I'm seeing her more frequently. Um But I am starting to get the sense that like maybe you know, she was underage and Under I was twenty one. No, no, sorry, for drinking.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, she was Sorry. 19. <laughs> I to clear that up because I was like <laughs> she was pause for a second and never air this. Anyway, and don't tell that to anyone ever anyway um, she's not drinking yeah, no again.
1: she was um, I think 19 yeah she was 19 and I was 22 at yeah. the time and so like we're getting together and it's an excuse for her to drink and me to drink and that sort of becomes like the thing that we do when we're together yeah Um, which wasn't necessarily bad but it also wasn't necessarily healthy okay. um, and so I'm starting to have these kind of like nagging doubts you know these other little things that are coming up eh, maybe this isn't going great but I'm, shof- I'm shoving it off and, again, saying, like, well, I don't want to be judgmental. You know, I need to just accept her. I'm I'm the asshole here. Nobody's perfect. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Really. Totally. Yeah. That's exactly what I was telling myself. Right. Everyone has flaws. And, and so I just, just need to deal with these yeah, flaws. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and being a nice guy but not an honest guy. And so um, this movie comes out that she and her sister were in, and mm-hmm. it was one of those films that initially they release – um, like in limited theaters, like only major cities. And then if it makes enough money, they'll expand it to yeah. other box offices. So the only place near us that it was showing at the time was Chicago. And my it was based off of a book and my sister had read the book and I'd read the book and we really liked it and were super excited for this movie anyway. And they were excited because they you know were in it and had a couple lines. So we planned this weekend, it was going to be me, my sister, uh, Sarah, and her sister, we're gonna go out, get a hotel, um, hang out in the city for a couple days, and see this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, Sarah and her sister had never seen or had never been to Chicago, and I loved the city. And so it was, you know, it was just gonna be a good weekend. Um, and I mean, I knew that uh, Kaylee didn't always get along with them well, but but we did have a lot in common. So when we were just talking, like. Kaylee's Phil's sister. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Kaylee yeah. is my sister. And so I knew that Kaylee had stuff in common with them. So when we were just talking about movies and stuff, we had a great time together. Okay. Like super fun time. But uh, on the way to Chicago, we had this whole weekend planned out. Sarah's sister says, oh, by the way, we need to be back early on the day that we're coming back because I have a group project that I need to work on. We're literally in the car getting ready to drive to Chicago when she tells us this. All right. And I was a little miffed. Like, okay. couldn't you tell your your group, like, hey, um, sorry, I won't be back in time. We need to find. And she was like, "Nope, it's the only time we can get together. So everyone has to be has to be back early to make this work for
0: me." Yeah. Wait, this is your girlfriend, not your girlfriend's sister. No, this is my girlfriend's sister. It's your girlfriend's sister. This. Okay. Yeah, just like everyone is inconvenienced because me. Yes. And I'm not apologizing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah and my sister I hate her initially <laughs> <laughs> my sister
1: initially is just like okay like she she is my sister's all about fairness yeah and so if something strikes her as unfair it really gets under her skin and yeah. this was admittedly unfair yeah Um, so and, and I'm just trying to keep the peace me and, and Sarah kind of realizes that there's tension too so we're both like no we just need to Have a good time while we're there. If we have to take an earlier train back and we have, you know, five fewer hours in Chicago, it is what it is. So, we go and see the movie that first night, and it's good, but there is, like, definite tension between Kaylee and Sarah's sister.
0: Okay. And that just continues to build throughout the week. She hasn't addressed the fact that it's about her kind of cutting the trip early for everyone. Has it been addressed? That's like, look, that's not, not directly. Cool. It's about to be.
1: Ah, all right. So we're Let's we're we're at lunch, and we start the conversation of, all right, we need to figure out when we're heading back. Yeah, because uh, we had we had driven to the train station and taken the train into Chicago rather than deal with the traffic. Yeah. So we're looking at the train schedule, and there are like huge time gaps right between trains to get back, and. So and and she's and Sarah's sister is saying well we need to take this early one so I can definitely get back in time Mm -hmm. I'm like man this is like early in the afternoon right you know we could you know if we took this later one we could have a lot more time in Chicago yeah and she's like well I have to get back so we have to take this train and then my sister lord love her says if you couldn't like hang out the whole time why did you come oh which was not a tactful way <laughs> of addressing the situation she wasn't necessarily wrong but like yeah it was not tactful and so then they really get into it and uh sarah at this point also gets into it she's she taking her sister's, sister's side.
0: side uh because do, do you are you even are you just trying to like placate and like keep it as much as possible A because that's my personality
1: and B because I don't want to be miserable the rest of this trip right but that's what happened yeah and so you get it you're mm -hmm. like
0: matured enough to know the best possible scenario for this is for this argument to just end like we've got to go back early we might as well
1: all suck it up and get back early but at at that point like it is just like unbelievable tension the entire rest of the trip Mm mm-hmm Kaylee's mad at uh, Sarah's sister. Sarah's mad at Kaylee. I'm frustrated with both of them because I haven't mentioned this yet. One of the other red flags was I have never seen two human beings fight like Sarah and her sister when they got mad at each other. Yeah. Like, what, just it like would personal go from zero to 60 in like drop of a hat.
0: What, like, what, what? I didn't know you can't be super specific, but what... Just like really personal, like attacking insecurity type stuff, or what?
1: Yeah, and just like calling each other really vicious names. Yeah, and again, these are two people like they're they are very close, like to yeah. the point of like having an unhealthy relationship. Right. Super close. So when they fought, like they knew which buttons to push, and yeah. there was no like backing down. They would have huge blowups. Yeah. And they had warned. Uh, they Sarah actually warned me when we started dating. If my sister and I get into a fight, do not get into the middle of it. Let us work it out, because if you get into the middle of it, we will both turn on you. That's how it
0: works. Yeah, That's, like, annoying to me. Even hearing that is, like, like I have this stupid, petty relationship with my sister that's (laughs) super unhealthy. Don't get involved, or we're going to bring you into it. Yeah. That's such a weird thing to, like, be aware of and then tell people, like, look... My relationship with my sister is completely, yeah, it is completely unhealthy. Yeah, We have no intention of changing it. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just like narcissistic to be like, look, we're crazy, badass. (laughs) You don't want in on this. Yeah.
1: And like, there was one time even when they they were in my apartment Uh and I don't remember what started it. It usually was something super petty. Yeah. But they really got into it. And Sarah's sister, like at the end of it, called her a word that you would have to censor out
0: bring it on i don't uh, censor anything she called her a cunt yeah you can say that. and just like
1: shouted it at her and i'm standing there like she's insulting my girlfriend yeah and i they have told me not to do anything about it and she leaves and i was just like sarah don't you ever let that happen like in my house again don't ever this let is your ridiculous. sister don't ever get into this kind again it oh, was kind on patty
0: like yeah. yeah you just you're not you're just telling like it's not cool and she was like
1: I'm sorry I'm like no you're part of this yeah
0: and so I and I get really like quiet
1: when I'm angry yeah and so I was just I was super low-key like don't ever let that happen again but anyway that's that's backstory to say that like this is how they fought okay they got nasty yeah and so there's this just like boiling tension the entire time they were in Chicago finally it oh and it was raining the whole weekend which was just like I, I should have taken it as an omen right um
0: so Chicago is not a
1: fun city when it's raining all the time. Yeah. Because you have to walk around to do stuff. And so we finally get done. We're all miserable. We take the train back. It's still pouring down rain. And my car has a flat tire mm-hmm. in the parking lot of the train station. And the, and also uh, the donut, my spare tire was also flat. Okay. And so we're, it, it's late enough at night that there are no tire shops open. Like there is nothing we can do but call my dad to drive an hour and a half to pick us up, yeah, and then drive an hour and a half back to our house, yeah. And it was just such a like cherry on top of a shit Sunday, yeah. That it brought us together again for a second. Oh really? We were, yeah, cause, because there was this moment of like we're miserable we all know we're miserable what else could possibly go wrong yeah oh we're trapped in a car unable to go anywhere for an hour and a half oh you got did you get on the road no oh you didn't mad. on the it road was, okay
0: it,
1: it was either wait in the train station or right. wait in my car and my car had come to your seats okay yeah yeah and so we're just like all trapped there it, the tension is still there my sister was yeah I didn't realize this but I guess she was just like boiling right and like yeah so anyway that trip went very badly and afterwards sarah and i had a conference next time we saw each other we like kind of tried to address it yeah and basically it was like yeah look this was not good and it maybe says something about our relationship and i don't remember who first brought it up but basically we decided we need to take a break yeah and again this would have been a great point to extricate myself we could have done it in a relative and there were some other things going on um, with our relationship that I won't get into but that were also sort of brought up but again this would have been a great place for me to get out and for us to go our separate ways it would have hurt
0: but... Dude, they're exit I, ramps. They're exit ramps. To, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
1: Exactly, yes. And you're
0: just like, yeah. no, I'm gonna crash the car when I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna barrel roll out of it and let the car crash. It is funny. That'll, really. that'll be, a, that's a better option. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not, yeah. I think you have to let the car crash in oh. order to not get back on the highway. I'm really stretching this metaphor, no, no, but no, I but really it, like it. You, like You
1: have to crash the car once so that you know to look for exit ramps in the future. Right. Yeah.
0: Yes. Because once the car is crashed, you're not going anywhere. Nope. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So. Um, you, you don't we, exit the We, we yeah. sort of break up.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and because this is my first real breakup, the first girlfriend that I broke up with, we were just like, hey, we're basically just friends, right? Yeah, we're friends. Cool. Like, yeah. there was <laughs> no tears were shed. Doesn't count. Um, so this is my first real breakup, and I'm not used to dealing with, oh, there's this person who's been in my life for six months. Yeah. Or longer than that, 10 months at this point. And now they're not there. There's this, you know, this opening. And so I take that to mean, oh, well, then I should, like, I miss her, so I should keep dating her, right?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, just like, because <sighs> you miss someone doesn't mean that they're, like, the right, they, they should be filling that gap. Right, exactly. You're just lonely. <laughs> but I don't know that. <laughs> right, like, yeah.
1: I'm a, I'm a dummy. Yeah. And so we get back together and, like, oh, we're going to try this new stuff in our relationship to make it work better and... Mm-hmm. blah 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 so that Christmas and this is where we're getting to like the crux of yeah. the, the breakup um, that Christmas uh, it's just, like I wanted to go out and spend time with her family for the holiday mm-hmm. They're good. she's still in college and so you uh, like her family? yes for the most part okay so her dad right could here. be a little rough around the edges okay he was sort of a stereotypical like if you go out on a date with my daughter i'm gonna do to you whatever you do to her sort of thing like oh, he was nice but there was yeah. always this like weird tension like, I'm there. Gonna cut
0: your penis off. yeah yeah <laughs> yep yeah um <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> underlying i'm gonna cut your penis off right. at some point
1: that's yeah that's just under the surface when yeah. i and there but no their family had been really gracious to me and um Like, I I enjoyed spending time with them. So, it was decided that since they had to go back to Pittsburgh over Christmas break, I would drive to where they were going to school and drive uh, the two of them. And then there was this other uh, mutual friend of ours who lived nearby. And I would drive all of us out to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'd spend a couple weeks with them. Um, We were going to go see a Manchester...
0: um, Orchestra. Orchestra. No, not Manchester Orchestra. It's the Christmas, like oh uh, man band. steam royal oh no siberian orchestra trans-siberian orchestra yeah, yeah. theres like four tries but we yeah, got, yeah, there. Yeah, we got <laughs> there um we we're gonna see this concert
1: and yeah then i would you know drive back um and yeah i would drive back by myself because break wouldn't have been over yet so while we're driving out there um you know I had, i had been having these like nagging doubts again and i was like okay We have, you know, we've been doing this long distance. I haven't really seen her in person for weeks. Yeah. Let's spend a week together out in Pittsburgh. This will be good. And I can sort of evaluate after this trip if it's time to end things. Yeah. But not planning to break up with her. I'm just thinking like this will be a good chance, like spending time with her like this to reevaluate where we're actually at. That's it's another a gauge than when we're
0: Right. That's another apart. way though people do that where they're they'll say, Oh, I'm gonna give it this amount of time. Once i get like you put a deadline on something, you're like, oh well I'll evaluate then. You just put off making a real decision. You just put more timestamps on stuff when you're gonna reevaluate. Yeah, that was I was probably do
1: I mean I I did legitimately think, again out of an experience. Maybe this is what we need. Maybe we just need to spend more time together. Yeah. The long distances, putting a strain on it, blah, blah, blah.
0: Which, again, if I had been thinking, like,
1: she's still, go- like, this is going to keep happening until she graduates college, right. you know?
0: Yeah. You're learning. Just, and when you're in the, I always say this, I don't know if I use this term right, but it's like the trees through the forest. You can't see the forest through the trees. Yes. Like you're in it. You're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Just trees everywhere. <laughs> and like, you have no perspective. Yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're driving out there.
1: I'm hoping that this will be, like, the thing we need to get our relationship back on track or yeah. whatever. And, again, on the drive, she and her sister just start, like, laying into each other. Right. And, like, I have this moment in the car where I'm like, do I want to date somebody who talks to just like
0: another person talks to another person this way
1: Uh and not just another person the the person that she claims to be closest with and her that she is closest with in her life right just like cutting them to pieces over the littlest thing one day this is gonna be me right if i stay in this relationship and we get close and comfortable the butterflies go away she's gonna get mad at me and just start being vicious right trying to hurt you yeah, and I was like, man, I don't think I want this. Right. But we're on this seven-hour drive, and, like, the whole way there, it's just, like, building this sense of, like, yo, this.
0: For seven <laughs> hours, just more and more, like, the decision is becoming clearer and clearer. Yeah. Really? And so, oh. Yeah. And, it again, it had not entered my mind until we got on this trip to, like, break up with her. Yeah. It's just, like, you have the thought, like, once they start fighting an hour in, you're like... I wonder if I, like, broke up with her when yeah. got there. <laughs> and then, like, it's like, this This is becoming a better idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's and awesome. so,
1: that night, we went to see the Hobbit. The first Hobbit movie had just come out. And I loved Lord... We all loved Lord of the Rings. I had already seen it once, but I was like, no, I'm... Like, we were all excited to go see this movie. We were going to see it with a couple of their friends mm-hmm. who lived in Pittsburgh. And the whole time I'm sitting there, like, I know nope I gotta I gotta break up with this girl what do I do like
0: I'm out here in Pittsburgh with no allies but you knew you couldn't stay the entire time because you knew
1: well okay so during the movie I was mostly just confronted with the fact that this needs to happen I wasn't thinking about time frames yet okay and, but I'm like not holding her hand during the movie and she knew something was up. Yeah. Cause I was like not being affectionate or whatever. And so we get back that night and like we're, you know, the next day we're supposed to do like our gift exchange for Christmas. Oh, oh, I forgot this detail. Important detail. All right. This is like days after our one year anniversary. Okay.
0: Um. Have that been nice? one year
1: um we were i think we were apart when the one year actually hit like i don't know if we actually saw each other but i think that was also part of what started this process for me this realization like oh i've been dating this girl for a year that's a significant amount of time i need to evaluate Uh, where this is at
0: uh, yeah you're like it's serious man i have been. yeah it's been we're not just, like, playing around anymore. It's been a year. Ah, so the clarity kind of comes into because you're like, dude, a year went by. A life, like, part of my life, just, yeah. like, a chunk went by with this person. Do I want more chunks yeah. to go by? totally. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, on um, that night, we get back from the movie, and we're supposed to do this big Christmas thing the next day. I'm supposed to meet family members of her that I haven't met yet. Yeah. And so I'm laying in bed. It's on, like, their fold-out futon in the back room. And I was just like, I need to break up with this girl. I cannot go through the charade of the next however many days pretending that everything's cool when I know that I need to break up with her. Wow. So that quickly it became that clear. Yes. It was weird. And again, it's probably because I was just choosing to ignore stuff. Yeah. But it, within a period of hours, That's wild. was just man. like, nope, this this has to end I have to break up with her. This isn't like I am not in a healthy relationship or a relationship that I want to be in at the very
0: least. That's wild, man. That's like it's amazing that you would get that level of clarity, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Ever in life to really be to be so sure, you know? Yeah, it would be amazing. It'd be... i had to feel good to really be that certain when you were so flaky. Your oh, entire not relationship, good. but in that way, <laughs> well, wait, well, it will feel good later, and I'll yes. ask you about it. Sure. Okay, go ahead. So You're in the back room on the futon at the at
1: the time I was sort of like dipping my toe back into Christianity <clears throat> yeah excuse me and I grew and I think we both grew up as sort of this like mystic approach to Christianity where like God is actively involved in my life and mm-hmm. he sends us signs and we can right. talk to him he's hanging and
0: out watching popcorn yes exactly yeah. <laughs> <Watching> exactly popcorn. <laughs> He's eating the popcorn. Watching popcorn, watching... eating movies. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, my shitty analogy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I won't talk anymore.
1: Can't see the forest for the popcorn. Yep.
0: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the clarity.
1: So I'm like praying and um, I'm also at her house, again, with like all of her immediate family members. And like I mentioned earlier, her, her dad was a very like stern guy. Yeah. And I was legitimately worried like what's going to happen if I break up with his little girl yeah. while he's here. Mhm. I would actually be frightened. Yeah. Um so I so I my, my 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 thought is like well maybe I can like leave early and then I was like no, I'm not going to like drive home and then call her and break up with her over the phone. That's a shitty thing to do. Yep. Like, it would be easy, oh, but it's to, shitty. like,
0: get in the car and be like, Phil, where are you? And then call and be like, yeah, I'm, so, so I'm done. Yeah. That'd be really yeah, even that'd be I, shitty. It'd
1: be terrible. Or even if I, like, play the game for a week and then go home. Yeah. And, like, hey, you know what? I just realized this weekend. Like, no, it's a crappy thing to do. That's me. You're right. That's me dodging not telling her in person. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm a better person than that. And so that night, I'm praying. Oh my like, god, if if you if like I know I need to break up with this girl. I don't know how to do it. Please provide an opportunity. Yeah. for her other family members to be out of the house or at least her parents to be out of the house. Oh, you were
0: that specific. I was that
1: specific All right. because I was like I need an opportunity to do this when her parents aren't around. I can mm-hmm. deal with her brother and her twin sister like and so the night before <laughs> I have like literally packed my bags like my suitcase is ready to go because at the first opportunity i get i have to break up with her and what else am i going to do but leave yeah dude so everything's packed up i have my clothes laid out for the next day and i slept maybe two hours yeah man you had to be burning up you know and I, i also don't like hurting people you know? Yeah, now it's. And I wasn't. Yeah. It's not like I was at a point where I was like, I freaking hate this girl. Right. you going to oh, relish just, it? Yeah, yeah no, no, there's no part of
0: me that's looking forward to no. her. No. And I think that's why, like, people stay in stuff for so long because they just dread hurting the oh. other person. Yeah. They don't want to rip that band aid off. Yeah.
1: So uh, the next morning, I wake up and, like, I'm out getting breakfast, and, like, the first thing that Sarah says to me is, like, oh, hey, so my parents are leaving right now. They're gonna run out. They were doing errands or yeah. going to work or something. But basically, it was made very clear. They are both going to be gone for the
0: next couple of hours. Also very clear there is a God. I Maybe, man. Like, I do you do you i'm i was making a joke but do you did you take that as a sign from god did you take that as? at like the a, time i did i don't really? know what to think about it now but at the time i was
1: i i legitimately was like oh no i asked for something and god gave it to me wow that's pretty cool man yeah and i i, I still don't know what to make of that i'm a little more agnostic i'm much more agnostic now than i was at the time but that is something like that yeah. is a specific moment that sticks out to me as yeah maybe of a coincidence yeah
0: yeah whatever it was sure. yeah
1: so, yeah, I find out that they're leaving, and I I go into the room where all my stuff is packed. <sighs> Buddy, I love this story so and much. And I'm just, like...
0: <laughs> I've heard this story twice before. I still love it.
1: <laughs> so, I'm just, like, sitting there on the couch, like, oh, I gotta do this. What do I say? Are
0: you, like, sweating it? Just, like, super anxious? Like, yes. Oh, very like...
1: nervous. Sick to my stomach. Oh, my and, God. And, um... Yeah, because I've never had to like break anybody's heart before. Yeah. and before I get like my thoughts collected, specifically is all right. This is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, she comes into the room, and like I start tearing up. So she knows. She's like, "Hey, I know like you've been weird the past couple days. Like you're tearing up now. What's going on?" And I was just like, "I can't do this anymore." What do you mean? I was like, I this like this is not working out. This relationship is not working out. We need to break up. Yeah. And she, like, I still feel really bad about this. Like, she had no idea that it was coming, not a clue. Because again, like, I re- this realization hit me so very quickly and so very clearly. Like, it's not like there had been weeks where things were feeling strained. I realized it pretty much overnight. Like, in a period yeah. of 24 hours, I realized that this needed to happen. And so she just got completely blindsided. Dude, you crashed the car. Yeah. That's what you did. Like she was in the car. Yeah. I rolled out and then it you emotionally hit the rail. manslaughtered her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's what you did like Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then and like I I'm not proud of the fact that I heard her, but like so we had this really awkward and like exchange both crying and So we, like, we still had, like, the Christmas gifts that we had bought for each other. And so, like, what else are we going to do with them?
0: Oh, what?
1: I was just like, hey, like, this is here. And actually, no, she initiated. She was like, hey, you know what? I might as well give you your freaking Christmas presents. What am I going to do with them? So she just kind of, like, throws them at me, and I give her what I had bought her. And I, like, throw it in my backpack, grab everything, like, on the way out the door, I, like, walk past her brother and sister. I don't know what to say to them. Did you make eye contact? Um, yes. And I remember her sister had this look of just, like, realizing, oh, something bad just happened. Oh, they didn't Did know. It. Okay. No, because we, yeah. were, we were back in a side room, so they didn't hear our conversation. Right. And I was like, you know what? Sarah can tell them. Like, it's it's not really my place yeah, to tell like, them. Dude, you got to get it. That exactly. building is I on gotta fire, <laughs> dude. You got to get yeah. it out, man. <laughs> I don't have time to look for an extinguisher. Right. It's burning down, right. so I just need to get out.
0: I just feel like, you guys better go. I'm not going to tell you <laughs> what happened, but it just exploded in the back room. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I run out, hop into my car. My head, I remember my headlight was out, and I had to go buy a new headlight in their tiny little Pennsylvania town. And... I'm still like you know, kind of weepy, and so I call my aunt and uncle who live in Cleveland. It's like the halfway point, and I was like, "Hey, uh, can I stay with you guys tonight?" I just unexpectedly broke up with yeah. my girlfriend, and so I did, and yeah. Then, so that was the bad breakup. Yeah. And then I made a really big mistake.
0: Oh shoot! I didn't know there was a.
1: Yeah. Well. What did you do? Maybe I didn't tell you this. Part. I don't think so. This was the, like, nail in the, we're not talking anymore after this (laughs) coffin. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I did something, and, like, as soon as I did it, I realized it was a bad idea. But nice guy Phil, being the asshole that he is. Yeah, man. I sent, like, I had um, something of hers that I had to mail back to her. Uh Uh-huh. So I sent her an email, first of all, saying, hey, just so you know, like, I will send this back. I'm not just going to keep these books of yours. Um, yeah. Because you're a nice guy. Yeah. But And an so asshole. I was emailing her to also an asshole. Maybe not an asshole, just a dummy. All right. So, yeah,
0: I think I know where you're going with this. So it.
1: I send her an email that's like, hey, like, I'm sorry. Just want to let you know that, like, you still mean a lot to me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just doing
0: the nice guy thing of telling them exactly what they don't want to hear. Dude, you think it's the right move you think it's the right move because you're like, oh, this is going to be such a sweet email and it's going to be like so much closure for them and it's going to be fine. They're going to like still be friends and then you send it and it's like, oh no, that was... That was that was making this worse, wasn't it? Yeah. And she like
1: very quickly shoots back this email and I can't even be mad at her for sending it because she was right. And it's just like Hey, thanks a lot for that email that had everything to do with your sense of closure and nothing to do with mine. Fuck you. I don't want to be friends with you. Do not contact me again. Dude, fair. Yeah, exactly. Like,
0: fair. I I couldn't
1: even get mad. I was like, oh yeah, no, that that email was, that was bad of me to do that. Again, I thought that I was being nice. I wasn't. It was totally about me. And she
0: called me on it. And I was just like, oh, Oh, well. Fuck, dude. That is. (laughs) It's so funny because it doesn't even. It doesn't even occur to you that it's about you. You're like, I am this. I am a sweetie.
1: Yeah. I am giving her the affirmation that she lacks in this moment of sadness.
0: I'm so It was about
1: me wanting to feel like a good guy and. Trying to yeah. assuage my guilt that I felt for hurting her. Oh my gosh! And again, man. it's definitely making it worse for her. And yeah, so um, we have not had any contact. Well, no, we the only contact that we have had since was when they had an open casting call for the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, uh, they were just like anybody in your and their grandmother could send in um, an audition video. I saw information about it. And so I texted her and was just like, hey, I saw that one of the parts that they're looking for is like a a female character that's in both of your age ranges. Why'd you do that? You guys should... You emailed them? I, I texted.
0: All right. Yeah, I was just like,
1: hey, just so you know, I saw this thing. Here's the audition information. I think you guys would be like a good fit for this. Yeah. And I am so certain... She deleted my number because her response was just like, "Oh wow, thanks for passing this on." Yeah, like very Maybe she's nice. Just over it, more.
0: Maybe she grew up.
1: Could be, but she, uh, I, I doubt it. She's <laughs> new she's, phone. She's, Who is? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Better not be Phil. Fuck you, Phil.
1: <laughs> no, she's a. She was. She could be. Could be a very vindictive person. Yeah so unless she grew up a lot in like the six months since that happened which maybe maybe that happened I I think that she just deleted my number and was like I don't know who's sending me this but I want to it'd be cool to be in a Star Wars movie thank you <laughs> yeah
0: wow so yeah other than that I've had no contact with either her or her sister dude you know what that's the way it's supposed to be
1: yeah no it is and I don't like yeah I don't miss her anymore right there was no doubt in my mind after i broke up with her that it was the right thing to do which is different than what happened when we had our first breakup because the first time it was like oh i'm hurting that must mean that this shouldn't have happened yeah and the second time it was like no this hurts because this person who's been in my life for a year is now just
0: suddenly gone there's a vacuum there mm-hmm. but it was the right thing to do right and that's why why people get in rebound relationships and that's mm-hmm. why people don't like they'll break up with someone and then they'll jump back on it's the highway metaphor it's like they'll jump back on the highway yeah because you're not crashing the car you're still in the car and you know you can get back in that highway at any time yeah and you're lonely oh yeah totally
1: so and and as always happens in relationships like you know there's a little bit of a separation with your friends when this happens and so you don't feel as connected to those people and so yeah, all of a sudden there's just this like weird loss and you're like, "No, even though this is the right thing, like it still sucks for me too." It sucks much worse for her. Like right. 100% <laughs> worse for her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I yeah. didn't get out of it without any right. scrapes.
0: Yeah, of course not. But what about this? Did Can't you me. So your subconscious you have no idea what's going on. It's working on another level. You're trying to like figure out what your subconscious is doing with your conscious mind. At what point? I think all the time. Okay. I think all the time. Yeah, And you always feel different. You always feel different about the relationship or whatever, anything in life. You're always feeling different about it and you can't truly articulate why you feel good sometimes and bad sometimes Mm. about it. You know? Yeah. So, something to think about. Maybe your subconscious mind figured out you can crash the car. Here's a way to crash the car. You get to Pittsburgh. You have plans mm-hmm. to meet family. This is big. If you break up with her and then just ghost. <laughs> if you do this, There's... you are crashing the car. You, you are, are sealing this deal. You are hurting people. You are breaking plans Yeah, and you are being You it's like some people do it. They'll like have sex with like someone's friend or something like that, or they'll mm. cheat on, you know, they'll cheat or they'll just really betray someone's trust. Reason being is like, they know I need to crash the car. Yeah. Cause if I don't, if I just like, eh, I think we're done. They know they'll just get right back in. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. It could, that could very well be. I don't know, man. But I mean, it, I'm definitely like thankful that that sort of hard line just like, sever all ties I'm glad it happened that way I think yeah. that's part of the reason that I had such a sense of
0: like peace about it afterwards you know that's what it's all about dude <clears throat> it's about being like at peace yeah and knowing it's done it's over and it's it's dead
1: <laughs> it's it it dead it's dead and buried
0: <laughs> there oh, is no wow. chance of that
1: relationship ever yeah. resurfacing And it is for the best. Yeah. And you're better because of it, man. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Like I don't, like I said, there were times when I should have done things differently. Yeah. But I don't regret having gone through it because
0: I learned so much. Yeah. Through that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think even, man, I even think that I love the lesson of the email, you know? (sighs) Yeah. Or being aware of like how selfish you really are in a moment where you Mm -hmm. think you're being entirely selfless. (laughs) Yeah. You know? No, and I've
1: learned that about myself. Like, I have to even... I mean, you and I were sort of talking about this yesterday with the idea of, like, niceness that we've grown up with. Yeah. We think that a lot of times, oh, no, we're doing somebody a favor by not being honest with them. Yeah, And it's like, no, like, don't... It is oftentimes... It will be more painful for a second, but it is long-term, almost always worse to sugarcoat things. You don't have to be a dick about telling the truth, but tell the truth. And long-term, like, that's the better option. If you gotta, you know, if you gotta do something that's, you know, in, in the future, if I have to fire somebody or... Right. You know, if I'm casting a show and have to tell somebody, hey, you're not getting this part, it's always like, be gracious about it. But it's always better to just be honest and not try to worry about whether or not you look like a good person in the process. Yeah. Some things are supposed to hurt. Yeah. Just let it hurt. You know? Yeah. And I also, yeah. And I mean, it's it's okay if I'm more comfortable being the bad guy than I used to. You know, like. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to be, like, it's actually the good thing to do.
0: Being nice and being good aren't the same thing all the time. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's, this comes up quite a bit, but, yeah, you gotta, you're not helping anyone by being dishonest Mm -hmm. and, you know, protecting feelings. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's probably not always true, but in a lot of cases we're always like, I don't want to deal with, we don't like to hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes just things hurt and you got to just, just stab someone in the emotional heart. <laughs> yeah. And there's weird different ways that like
1: we have of coping with that. Yeah. Like with, I, I just to listened to the podcast. I told you this with Jessica David the other day. And she was talking about like being honest with her family, that she's, you know, a little bit different in her beliefs than she used to be, or yeah. that she does things that sure like her conscience is clean about, but she knows that other people wouldn't approve of. Um, there's a really interesting, like, balancing act that you have to walk with that. Like, yeah. you know, certain family members of mine I'm close enough with that I will be honest with them about that. yeah. But there's other people that I just don't want to hurt and I'm only going to cause them to worry needlessly. And so figuring out, like, okay, which people do I talk oh, to
0: about yeah. this and... It depends what people want from you. If they want you to be nice boy Phil that, you know, has never heard a fly, if that's what they want from you, then give them that. But if they want to really get to know you and who you are as a person, then like they're going to have to be disappointed Mm -hmm. in a lot of things. Yeah. So, but I think it's totally okay to, you know, tell your grandma that you're going to go to church on Sunday i'm not gonna do that yeah no it'd be a lie i <laughs> yeah. wouldn't do that it'd be like i'd i'd just tell her like yeah i'm still looking for a church yeah still out there <laughs> searching i uh i
1: i gave up telling people that i was looking for a church because i first of all i did legitimately oh, look when i first moved out here to chicago and mm-hmm. then i was yeah having legitimate physical reactions every time i went in i was like i hate being here so much this isn't profitable yeah. And so once I reached that point, I was, and plus I, I work a lot of Sundays, to be perfectly honest. And so at a certain point I was just like, no, you know what? I'm I'm really not looking for a church right now and that's okay. Like I have close friends that I Yeah talk through spiritual issues with. I've got podcasts and books that I read. Like I'm still very much engaged with spirituality yeah. and figuring out my spirituality, but I'm I'm not looking for a church.
0: Yeah, church doesn't lend itself to curiosity church lends itself to answers yeah yes yeah that's a really good
1: point point. Yeah. and that was one of my frust- one is one of my big frustrations is there's this attitude oh well there has to be an answer for whatever question you have right and we got it baby yeah, yeah. it's like no you don't yeah <laughs> like i'm sorry like people have been asking for years like how can a, a just and loving god love bad things to happen yeah don't pretend that like this book that you wrote answers everybody's questions about that if it was that easy we we wouldn't be asking this question constantly yeah pretending that there's an answer makes the makes it worse than just letting people sit in the fact that there is no good answer
0: yep <clears throat> yeah yeah man mm-hmm. no nah, i feel that dude uh we'll do another podcast on this okay sometime uh yeah plug your stuff man we got coming up um nothing currently I did
1: have a show but it it was postponed unfortunately um so this coming spring it's either gonna be I think February or early March uh Santos and Santos with the loop players I will um there's a chance that I'll be in that show again where it at uh it's in uh, right in downtown Chicago at Harold Washington College cool so yeah tickets are relatively cheap like 10-12 bucks I think Um it's an it's a kind of a weird, interesting show and like I said, I'm not sure that I'll be in it, but uh yeah, if you're in the Chicago area and happen to be
0: around, check it out. Cool. If you're in it in the spring, let me know. I'll plug it then too. Okay, cool. All right. Well it's been great. Thanks a lot, Phil. Thanks, man. All right, later. Bye.